Welcome to Equosity, our podcast on all things equine, with a special emphasis on the horse-human bond. My name is Alexandra Curlin. I'm the author of Clicker Training for Your Horse and many other books and DVDs on clicker training. And normally I'm joined by Dominique Day, one of the co-founders of Cavalia. But in June, I was visiting with a good friend of mine, Becky Chapman. Becky runs a training facility in Suffolk in the UK. All the horses in her yard are clicker trained, so I always feel at home there. One evening during my visit, we sat down together for what turned into a long and fascinating conversation. Last week, Becky shared with you the story of Mac. I should have warned you in advance that tissues would be needed. From triumphs to tragedy, Our horses take us on quite the journey. But as Becky said so beautifully, better to feel the sorrow of losing them than never to have known the love of our beautiful horses. We also met Philly, her daughter's pony. Philly was the horse Becky used when she rode with Philippe Carl in his Teacher's Instructor's Program. And now we are going to meet the newest addition to her equine family, Rosie an off-the-track thoroughbred. So this week I met... I met Rose. You did. Yes. 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 Accidentally had another baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she's a six-year-old ex-racehorse who, when she was four, had an accident, we think, in the start box, but it may have not been. Okay. Not entirely sure how it happened but nevertheless she broke her left ischium the seat bone of the horse if you like okay which resulted in her needing to have three months on cross ties box rest Mm. cross ties and then a further year nine months actually she ended up with a year but it was nine months paddock rest after the three months on box rest the owner decided that they weren't prepared necessarily to do the the nine-month rehab from there on in. And fortunately, a client of mine heard about her and went to the other side of the country and picked her up and brought her home to her place in Norfolk and let her have that time. In fact, a, 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 a year wow. in the end. In, yes, in a field. lucky horse. Yeah, hanging out with... As time went by, you know, once <clears throat> once she was well enough to do so with her own herd, who were a very mixed group of horses and ponies with loads of space and just yeah. be together. And when apparently sound and with the vet's agreement, she wanted her to come back into ridden work and had thought that perhaps she would be another horse to hack out, which is, she does lots of things, but a great passion being where they are near Thetford Forest. Yes. Is enjoying all the tracks around the forests and what have you. But she has an ex-race horse, another one amongst the herd that they have. And it's the one that she enjoys riding the least. Ah, okay. Not that he's not a nice person, but, you know, you're a thoroughbred person perhaps and you're not so much. That's right. (laughs) So after I had her in here for a couple of weeks and was enjoying her a huge amount the owner said um, I'm not sure that I want her back and actually life's quite a lot easier at home without her 
<laughs> it's one one less poo to pick up, but more importantly, she winds up all the geldings and she, you know, yeah. likes to cavort around and you know, and like you'd said about uh, you know seeing all the legs up in the air and thinking one day I'm going to sit on, on that. that and yes. yeah, yes. Like, this was her abiding you know, visualisation and memory and the horse at a slight distance, I think, had helped her. I've got plenty of horses to ride. Right. And that one that I've seen turn handstands and cartwheels, I'm not really sure. That I, I, I wanted. No, yes. that's right. Yes. So after much conversation and soul-searching from both of us, she's, she's stayed. So, And we've had a delightful time playing with her this Well... Week. You and she today have never, never seen a horse being scratched quite like that. <laughs> Some interesting positions the two of you got oh, into. She was but, definitely yeah. an itchy lady today. Yeah. Fascinating yeah. though. Oh, totally. Totally. Mm. She felt much better after you'd... Had a conversation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's a completely different... Over the last couple of days, just so many changes mm. in her. And, you know, you can well imagine that given the injury mm. that she's had, that she would have become one of those individuals who sort of tries not to feel what's going on yes. in your body. It's like the, in the Feldenkrais practitioners that I've known where they talk about the dark places. Right. You know, there were you, you're... You go down, you're checking down somebody's spine, and mm. there's that feeling of absence yeah. because there's been something, right. some trauma. And and so it makes sense that that would be part of her makeup. Yes. And it was so much fun to explore some of that yeah. with her and see the changes. Because what we both have, and it's interesting, we've been having this conversation all evening, and it's kind of taken us all evening to get around to... In a sense, the the real point of the conversation, which is we both have a real love of balance. Right. And biomechanics fascinates us both, but we have had different influences. Yes. Very much. And particularly because you've had those horrific injuries to recover from that started you on mm. that journey of being interested in and appreciating immensely the different forms of body work and yeah well and and i have a scoliosis which is a spinal ah. curvature which went undiagnosed and my curvature is to the left so <laughs> i would tend to be <laughs> yeah yes. yeah i know why you're laughing <laughs> with my little racehorse that's <laughs> anyway anyway uh, um and because it went undiagnosed and in order to pass my british horse society exams so i continued after i'd done my ai there's further to go i leveled my shoulders by putting a wonderful s shape in and yes. even prior to the leg injuries all the way through my 20s and 30s was in a lot all, all of the time. All of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Which I just thought, well, you know, if you're lifting bales of hay and, right. you know, sacks of feed and being yeah. cannon fodder for right. yeah, people, right. then that's just, what just you get. Part of, yes, yeah. just part so, of... Yes, so uh, anyway, I interrupted because you were No, 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 about, go. Um, yeah, so 
the scoliosis was not actually diagnosed until I broke my leg the first <laughs> the first time. Okay. So but it made me fascinate. You know, it helped me to be fascinated. Of, I do. I've always loved bodies. I bodies. Re, I, I find bodies fascinating. Can be taken in so many ways. It's incredible, and how how they move, how they move, and how they work, and all the layers, and I love it, and all the history that gets embedded in that. And so, one of the things you're looking at, one of the other elements that you've brought into this huge mix of work, has been the functional pattern. That's right. I think that's something that not as many people may have heard of. Perhaps not, yeah. So I found it like everything, I guess, kind of by accident, having looked and continuing to look and explore lots and lots of different types of bodywork. And there's a lot of dysfunction in the world. (laughs) And the founder and CEO of the company, Functional Patterns, Naudi Aguilar, he has really looked at how we might address some of the environmental way that we couldn't possibly keep up with the changes that we're having to deal with. Okay. And he has many interesting things to say. He's, he's not a horseman. I think he has sat on horses you know like been on trekking holidays and stuff. okay he, but he's he knows, not a he knows horse which person. end of a horse is which yeah. but he's and this work was not developed for riders no no no, no. no. but can you know, definitely be absolutely. useful for absolutely so one of the things that he talks about which i find interesting amongst many other things that he talks about that i find interesting is that so we're we're becoming increasingly aware of the risks of a sedentary lifetime lifestyle Yes. And how much time we spend sitting down and how damaging that can be to our health. Yes. So this is not news, but one of the things that he theorises is that as a species, we are evolved to sit only when we don't need to forage or hunt for food and when there's nothing to worry about and there's nothing hunting us. So we would sit, you know, in our tribal society only when it's time to relax and to do nothing and just sit in one another's company, enjoy one another's company and unwind. Okay. And now we are seated, not only a lot of the time, but it's associated with stress, not relaxation. Yes. So here we are meeting deadlines to... (laughs) <laughs> right, right, right. Firing right. off emails at yes. silly o'clock at the night and the morning. And yes. Maybe sat behind the wheel of the car and to get into work mm-hmm. on time. In meetings where we don't want to be. Yeah. Yes. Right. So even when physiologically and emotionally we're supposed to be our most relaxed, we're not so all the wiring is all befuddled and peculiar things are happening. Okay. So that's wasn't an interesting thought that I hadn't occurred that hadn't occurred to me before. Also that where he studied peoples of the world that have the least back and joint pain, they posturally have much less of an S-shaped curve to the spine than we culturally may accept as neutral spine. Okay. 
So that's something that he attempts to emulate within the postural changes that he wants his clients and practitioners to use. So an almost straight rather than S-shaped spine. Okay. And he would suggest that, well, he wouldn't suggest this, but say if it has become, maybe not so much now, but went through a period of time where if the horse wasn't behind the bit, people didn't think it was on the bit. Right, right. That behind the bit had become so normal that was on the bit. Right. That the the S-shaped curvature yes. has become normalised, but yes. it isn't necessarily the healthiest posture. Right. One of the things that he talks about. And where his work is similar to yours is that there probably are more crossovers than this, but the thing that occurs to me the most is that there are lots, as, as you've said before, lots of different people and things and experiences that I'm going to draw on that I can incorporate in my courses that I coach. Yes. But there are some, only two things that I choose to introduce in isolation, you know, not within the context of those courses that are so important and so fundamental that I don't think the horse and the owner are going to get what they really need and want from it without doing it completely as a thing without being distracted by riding <laughs> or learning anything else at the yeah. same time and that's clicker training yeah okay and the the foundation lessons yes and now it is foundations interesting, <laughs> interesting. so i did think when i started looking into his work some of his techniques, some of his corrective exercises and myofascial releases, I will be incorporating within my courses. But actually, as it turns out, yes, but not until they've done the foundations. Interesting. It is not about chasing the pain. Another analogy that I like. So in the early stages, it's essentially what it's addressing is myofascial restriction. So Fascia is connective tissue continuous throughout the whole body. Okay. Myofascia is specific to mu muscles, connective tissue specific to muscles in and around the muscles. Okay. Okay. And it creates, and I think it's Thomas Myers, uh, Anatomy Trains. Have you come across his work? I don't think so. Anatomy Trains are fantastic, but I will show you. I have to send you with another book in your <laughs> enormous suitcase okay. just to have a look at so he has um he doesn't say this but everything is everything else yes I've and he that. uses the analogy of the fascial connections around the body like train tracks hence oh. the name anatomy trains, trains. Okay. okay and that there's a continuous web throughout the body and in fact i understand if we dissolved all of your way except for your fascia you would still be completely recognisable as you. Good grief. Whereas if we left just the skeleton, right, right? or not. just your circulatory system, right. you know, we might work out you're a human, right? But, but not. Go, Who that things this? look strange, but that's definitely <laughs> yes. Alex. Yes. <laughs> that seems creepy. Yes. <laughs> See, I like things like that. I wouldn't do I'm, it to you. Well, but, well, you know, because I, I don't know how, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's a relief. <laughs> But let's say a sheet of fascia were analogous with a duvet that you and I were sharing. 
And if I'm tight, I'm going to pull the duvet off you. Yes. Okay. But you're going to feel the discomfort. Yes. I will get cold. You will get cold. Yes. If it's a cold night. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're the one feeling the symptom, and as a body worker, I keep dealing with your coldness without addressing the root the cause of that I keep duvet yeah. away. So until I become a better sharer of the duvet, you're going to continue to be cold. To be cold. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a great analogy. So that could be one way of looking at it. And fascia is not very well supplied with blood, not very well understood, although increasingly so. It's the stuff that, as I understand it, up until very recently, anybody doing sort of medical um, cadavers and what have you would get rid of the fascia so they could look at the interesting stuff. Oh, okay. Right, it's just yes. the connective tissue, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. let's things glide and slide and get it out of the way so we can look at look at the interesting stuff. So yeah, it's not very well supplied with blood, doesn't heal terribly well, gets adhesions and all sorts of things, particularly as we get older and especially if our posture is affected because things get pulled and pushed around yes. and there are compensations all throughout. So, without talking for even longer <laughs> and kind of running through the, you know, because it, it would take as long as talking about your foundations to talk about yes. Yes. Nowadays foundations. Yes. But he, his work is very accessible. I do specific courses here uh, looking at the foundations of functional patterns on the myofascial release and posture courses here. And Naudi's work is accessible online. He does a 10-week online program. He has a very good book um, that walks you through some of those foundation stages and some great YouTube clips. And um, his website could be a useful resource for people that might like to explore right. a little further. And you found this to be a really useful addition for writers, really. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. So I remember you were saying that, yes, you could sort of give up teaching horses and have a steady stream of people, Mm. athletes and Mm. so on, of people coming to you Mm. for the functional patterns, but actually Mm. where your heart is, is in working with riders. Yeah. 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 I did get upset for a while that, you know, like when when you discover something, you're like, wow this you know this is really huge yeah. and you know you, one is in danger of becoming um a uh, what is that sort of evangelical, evangelical yeah. zeal yes uh, yes. Uh, yes why is yeah. everybody not this doing be this about clicker, you know, yes for example. this will transform your life <laughs> that's right and and feeling you know quite um as as difficult as it would be, you know, to work with a horse and rider that, for you, that were not clicker trained. Train. Right, right. It's like, I don't teach anybody too stupid or disobedient to move their body around. But there are reasons why they may not be able to, that are not to do with, you know, how skillful the coaching is or, you know, how disobedient they are. Right, right, right. <laughs> and could have... Everything, Everything to, to do, do with how much sand they've eaten over the, as you put it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. That sort of thing. That sort of thing. Um, so I was like, oh, you know. But I'm coming to terms with that because 
there are some people who are going to embrace it and there are other people where it's sort of drip water on the rock. Right. And for me, that's the same with, with the clicker. You know, would like to say... Well, I, I do in the schooling. Like when I take horses in for schooling, it's like no clicker, no passion. Right. But if I were to do that ahead of meeting people, there would be fewer people that came to clicker. Yes, yes. Because by and large... You know, people don't come to me actually because I'm involved in clicker, right? But they see the work that the clients are doing and the games that people are playing on the courses that are embracing right. your right. work, and then they want some. Yes. Ah, oh, have some of that for me and my horse, and yep. you know. So if I if I shut the door in the first place, they're not. Then they may never. That's right. Discover it. Although, you know, I did seriously think about that for a while. And, and the same with the functional patterns. It's like, well, if, you, if you're not going to do your foundations, then... And since there are so many people not horse riding that are up for taking good care of themselves while you horse people are... You know, taking care of your horses. Right. Which is doing really a wonderful what... job of that. Yes, but where we not do taking care of, of you. Yes, yes, yes. That <laughs> so we do all of this, you know, the body workers and right. all the rest of it. And and then we don't take mm. care of ourselves. That's typical. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. It's, it has been the se- the second most important thing of all the things. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not that old, but you know, I'm in my mid forties and have you know, having said to you that I all the way through my twenties and thirties was in active chronic pain. I have no pain. I've have uh, more mobile and have to be not I don't I was going to say less careful with myself that's not what I mean but having kind of learned how to keep my spine safe I was very limited in what I could do because it was like any slight misalignment or rotation you know that I should have been able to it was like may just pay the price for that yes in the too delicate really to be useful (laughs) (laughs) yeah and been with most things I experiment on friends and family before expecting people to make pay money for it but seeing the effect on on friends and family and then those clients that have been ready to embrace (laughs) it and similarly with the clicker you know some of them takes a while others really go oh wow and then you're like Looking and thinking, oh, but then you sure can, you've you can understand that because you certainly it's like um, last year when I was visiting and you said you know I have, I'm I'm it was so funny you were sitting there so it's like my name is Becky Chapman and I've embraced single rain riding <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know and and, and how many years have we have we yeah. have we known one another and you know it's I it's, need to be more. Yeah, more yeah. tolerant, don't I, of the client yeah. base that are waiting to embrace <laughs> this thing, this functional pattern stuff that I've only been exploring for right. three, four years, and and still I am here, fifteen whole, years later with clicker you know, going. How do you? I'm ready. I'm ready to help with this piece of it. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> but it, it, you know, these things unfold, and you have to know how. How do they 
fit in mm. to all these other pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. And, and sometimes they can feel on the surface as though they clash or they're in contradiction. And when, of course, what I'm aware of, from my understanding of the what I refer to as clicker training, which in, in, includes all of the this beautiful rope handling and work with balance and so on, and that it sits at the core and it's so compatible. Mm-hmm. But it's like this, over the last couple of days, what were we looking at? Such simple, simple lessons. Mm-hmm. Go stand on a mat and, and move to another mat and look at the food delivery. And they're just such simple lessons. And yet we're watching these horses transform in the way that they hold themselves. Mm-hmm. Just extraordinary. And, and in extraordinary. So how they feel about themselves. Yeah. And how they connect to their handlers. Yeah. That, that beautiful moment with Hannah when she's coming around that cone with her three-year-old and as she's walking from the mat out to the edge of the circle and her horse starts to float yes and then they just float together it's just gorgeous it is magic Mm -hmm. but how you integrate that and you've brought so many interesting pieces together and this interest in the coaching of how do I help the riders who have lost confidence mm-hmm. or to bring that joy and sparkle back or who who are struggling with the having eaten too much sand mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> or whatever it is <laughs> there's so many pieces but we have been talking for a very long time mm-hmm. and it's getting quite late it is and we have a very early train, train in the morning mm-hmm. so i think what i'm going to do is thank you immensely for an amazing, it's amazing. Fun. It's always yeah. good to talk to you. It's just strange to do it with a, with microphone. a microphone. I know, <laughs> I know. And we've barely scratched the surface, so we will have to do this again. But then we can get into the real substance. Sure, that sounds good. Yeah, because we'll now people that. know who you are. And if they want to find you for sure. coaching, yes. then what are, how do they contact you? Where, where are you? What do you do? Where do they contact you? <laughs> where do they contact me? Well... Here in the southeast of England. Yes. And probably the easiest way to contact me, I would say, would be via the website. Which is? If you Google Becky Chapman and Ashen Equestrian Centre, then we're likely to come up. But the formal website address is Ashen, A-S-H-E-N, and then the initials E-C for equestriancentre.co.uk. And all the contact details will be there. Yep. And, and you get lots of, of courses and, and so oh, on. And, so. and soon we must sort out the date that you're returning to us next year. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for another visit to the UK. Because I, like, I do like spending time here. Oh, good, well, I'm yes. glad you did. Yeah. It's been fun. Yes, it has. Thank you. So we'll say good night. Good night. And uh, we'll, get we'll to play bed again. So we can catch the train in the morning. Yes, very good. <laughs> good night. I have nothing more to add, except to say a huge thank you to Becky, both for a wonderful visit and an amazing conversation. Thank you for sharing. And so next time we'll begin a new series. And until then, have fun with your horses. <laughs>